I have no idea how the audio quality is going to be on this. So I'm just going to yell and uh, you can turn it down and hopefully you won't hear too much car noise. But here we go. So uh, about 10 or 11 hours ago now, the High Republic little trailer came out. I thought it was a little goofy, um, but I didn't hate it. Uh, honestly, I'm still, I was interested by the, I read a little bit of an excerpt from, I guess the first one, which is called Light of the Jedi, right? Anyway, uh, I read a little bit about, a little bit of the excerpt of that. It was like a chapter, maybe two at the most. Anyway, and I was sort of intrigued. Uh, I don't know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but I'm definitely getting and uh, reading or listening to and then analyzing uh, both um, Charles Soule's Light of the Jedi. Then I'll be listening to and analyzing probably a couple days later or a week later um, the Justina Ireland story, which is a kid's book. Uh, I don't know if it's middle grade or what it is. But anyway, that one. Um, she's a, a black whammon. Um, and uh, anyway... Uh, her story is called The Test of Courage, and I'm, I don't know, I'll be interested to see what kind of author she is, because I don't think I've ever read or listened to any of her stuff before, so it'll be a new experience. Pro she was probably involved in a certain point of view from the uh, A New Hope edition, but I don't know, don't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter, doesn't matter to me. Um, I saw a couple reactions from people who were complaining about how this was going to be woke, hot garbage, how it was the high woke public. And uh, I didn't really see that. I actually, uh, in addition to the little trailer, uh, Kathleen Kennedy put out a, well, she sort of put out a little thing. She made an announcement and then she said, here's the trailer for The High Republic. And then uh, I, I kind of skipped through it. Um, didn't really pay attention to it as it played again. And then after that, uh, there was an interview by, there's this redhead book lady. I think, I don't know if she's an author or not, but she seems like the type. Um, and that's not a mean comment because I'm trying to be an author here. Uh, anyway, and uh, anyway, she seems like a like a. She reminds me of Shaylin or uh, who, who from Reedsy uh, and her own channel, Shaylin Writes, uh, and a little bit um, Vivian Rees. But anyway, uh, but like I don't know, a little dorkier maybe. Anyway, or somewhere in between on the spectrum. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, and <laughs> I'm probably right there in levels of dorkiness or close to it. But anyway. Uh, she interviewed Kavan Scott, Julian Ireland, Daniel H Jose Older, um, Claudia Gray, this Matt somebody, or Chris Matthews. I, I didn't, it wasn't Chris Matthews. That's a, that guy's a political hack. Anyway, um, a couple other people uh, who were part of this. Uh, it, it was supposed to be five. It was five authors. It was Ireland, Older, Soul, Gray, and I cannot... Uh, did I say Soul already? Charles Schwab. Anyway, I don't remember the last one, but uh, I probably said it within those like eight or so names that I just listed off. Anyway, she was interviewing them about their projects, uh, the comic books, the uh, Ireland's going to be working with someone to do a manga, which should be pretty cool. Um, I don't know why a Japanese person can't just make a manga, but uh, they need her to be involved with it. <laughs> Talk about your racism. Anyway, uh, I have no objection to this. Um, the, the people she interviewed, the things that they interviewed, the things they talked about, uh, I didn't think were like super exciting. Uh, the idea of the plants being so terrifying because they have like a neural network or whatever that they use and they're like telepathic uh, enemies and you're fighting all of them if you're fighting one of them. Like, yeah, if you're in a world full of those plant guys and they're all doing stuff and they're these dark side plants or whatever, I could see that being scary. Um, you know, 
think Treants, except maybe they're even more connected. Uh, those were formidable foes. Why should Jedi be scared of that? Uh, I believe the uh, there's you know trees on Kashyyyk that can withstand uh, blow from a lightsaber and stuff like that. You know, there's Cortosis. There's all sorts of uh, um, all sorts of your Beskar. There's all sorts of things that can be lightsaber proof. And putting Jedi up against uh, lightsaber proof stuff is going to be pretty scary for them. It's going to be a big deal. Plus, you throw in the mix the Nile, and maybe the Nile learn about these plant things, and then they choose to exploit them. Like. I don't understand, and even, uh, I just recently checked out, uh, uh, do I really, I don't want to highlight people making hay out of this, making drama hay about how this is woke and dumb, and, like, point out specific people and say, no, it's not, um, but, like, I just, I don't see it yet, guys, uh, I think everybody needs to hold their horses, yeah, you got the shaved side of the head, um, you know, black lady Jedi or whatever, and, like, you can be bugged with that because of, uh, you know, Riri Williams or, you know, whatever, and, like, I'm not a guy, like, I'm not, I'm not a joiner. I'm not, you know, part of Comicsgate or part of, you know, you know woke whatever. Um, like, I'm all about meritocracy, and I'm going to wait for these people who've done a bunch of stories in the Star Wars universe to show me through their merit whether or not their stories are good, as opposed to just saying, there's a Mexican guy, there's a black lady, there's uh, Claudia Gray who's really white and guilty and put, you know, gay and trans characters in her books. Um, like, who cares? Like, yeah, she wrote Holdo. She wrote Holdo as bi, I think. Um, you know, in Leia, Princess of Alderaan, which is a great book. All of Claudia Gray's Star Wars books I have loved. Uh, they're all fantastic. And uh, like, Soul has written a great Lando series. He had a, I supposedly, I think he had a, a lauded run on Vader. Um, I think he also wrote for the main Star Wars comic as well for a while. I didn't read those ones, I don't think. Um, but there was something else he wrote that I really liked besides the Lando book. Uh, Older wrote... The uh, last shot, the Han Lando book, and I thought that was pretty interesting. There was some stuff in it that I didn't like, but it was like young hipster, like drugs and booze and all sorts of stuff, um, like talking about them like using psychedelics and whatever, and just like I don't know, his attitude's a little like bro for me, and I don't like it that much. But uh, you know, it's okay. And he was trying to emphasize a certain spirit or whatever, so I I'm not gonna pass judgment on that just yet. Um, Anyway, I'll continue in a minute. So two things just clicked for me on my way back to the car. One, Kavan Scott is the last guy that I could not think of the name of. Anyway, Kavan Scott wrote Dooku Jedi Lost, which was uh, audio drama. Uh, I liked it overall. I had some issues with it. I reviewed it. You can check that out if you want to. And uh, he also wrote The Rise of Kylo Ren, which almost made me sympathetic for Ben Solo, for Kylo Ren. Uh, I think because of sequel trilogy shenanigans, it was hampered and it wasn't the best story that it could have been, but it was kind of interesting. Uh, Scott made Luke pretty friggin' awesome, and I appreciated that. Like, he totally trounced the Knights of Ren, and in my opinion, my estimation, what I took away from it, he made the Knights of Ren look really goofy and silly and, like, empty and nihilistic, and... Uh, I, I don't know that he was trying to make them look like that, but my very first review for the series, because I think Rise of Kylo Ren was only four issues long, uh, I have Edgelord detected, and it's, uh, pointing to the guy who's the, like, current leader of the Knights of Ren at the time that that story starts, or that comic starts, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I still agree with that, it's, uh, kind of about edginess or whatever, and it's kind of dumb, like, uh, it's like posturing 
you know, guys trying to be harder than each other or, you know, edgier than each other. And it's dumb. It's empty. It's vanity. Uh, they're chasing after a phantom that they can never, that they can never catch. I mean, to some extent, that's what the dark side is ultimately. And, uh, you know, you can have disagreements about that or whatever, but George Lucas himself says the dark, dark side is all about selfishness and turning your desire inward and only being focused on yourself to the exclusion of everyone else, one, but also really to your own end or, or <laughs> to your own destruction, uh, being so focused inward on yourself that it's deleterious and you end up losing everything you were trying to hang on to in your pursuit of the power and in pursuit of, you know, consuming or, or being subsumed in the dark side or whatever, uh, so that the dark side overtakes you. And it's this trick that happens where the dark side uh, becomes the only thing you have left and you just keep hating and keep holding on to all this negativity because it's the only thing that keeps you going and you're so afraid of dying and of, you know, melting away or, um, you know, becoming nothing that you are nothing and you live out the rest of your, you know, tortured, haunted existence as nothing because all you have left is your pain and your fear. And, uh, gosh, I think that's so brilliant. <laughs> um, and by the way, you know, I, I love, uh, Luke. Luke's my favorite character of all. Um, uh, I even like him more than Han Solo. Anyway, Luke's my favorite character of all in Star Wars, uh, besides Dexter, Dexter Jetster. He's right there. You know, it's like a neck and neck kind of race between them. Um, but, uh, Dexter Jetster would win hands down if they were playing hot hands. Anyway. So that was a really stupid joke. Anyway, um, but yeah, like Luke is so meaningful to me and I love what Filoni and Favreau did with him in uh, Mandalorian season two at the end there. Uh, I think that's all brilliant. I think that's all great. I think uh, there is so much to Luke and I think Lucas made that story. Um, you know, obviously Lucas made that story. He knew the ins and out, like the core of the heart of what Luke Skywalker was to be and of what his struggle was and what it represented. And, you know, Luke throwing away that saber in the uh, throne room and saying, no, your majesty, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Like, that's that's really, to me, the core of Star Wars and th those morals being able to be passed on through those stories uh, is really important. And I don't know that the High Republic's going to have all that. Um, I kind of feel like in some of their zeal to go into new, strange new places, uh, maybe they're kind of messing that up. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. And I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment. Uh, I'm not going to attack it. I'm not going to demonize it. I'm not going to say it's stupid until I've experienced it. And then I'll make my judgments. I uh, enjoyed uh, Kavan Scott's uh, Rise of Kylo Ren for like two and a half issues. And then I made clear where I didn't like it and where I thought it was going wrong and why I thought it was dumb. And a lot of it has to do with uh, the lack of vision behind the sequel trilogy. And um, like I'm, I'm going to call it as I see it. And I'm not going to blindly say, oh, this is, you know, whatever. I don't even care anymore to repeat the, uh, the lies or the trumped up charges or whatever that people are saying to bait others into hating this. I'm just putting this out here or putting these thoughts down or yeah, I'm putting these thoughts out there to uh, let you know I'm approaching, uh, uh, approaching this stuff, this High Republic stuff with an open mind and I want to enjoy it and I want it to be good. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I have my qualms with it already. Like, why is it in this era? Why isn't the high, why is the high Republic only 200 years before? Shouldn't it be like 
600 years, 800 years before, give us 1,000 years before, 2,000 years before. You can have Old Republic be 4,000 years before. You can have High Republic be 2,000, and then you can have this long, slow decline of the Republic, especially when certain species can live for centuries at least. But isn't like uh, isn't Maz Kanata like 2,000 years old? Anyway, um, I know Yoda's species, or Yoda himself, lives to, you know, around you know 900, whatever. But uh, the rest of them, you know, I, I think there are species that are said to be thousands of years old perhaps in in star wars which seems a little goofy to me but you know whatever you, you're gonna do it you're gonna do it but just you, know, you gotta spread errors out a little more uh in my estimation but uh, that's all i have to say for now i'm looking forward to see what actually the merit of charles soul is in his writing of uh what's this one called light of the jedi i'm really curious to see what that's like i'm curious to see what justina ireland's uh a test of courage is about um i a couple of years back i ended up getting uh, I don't know, three or four, like, young Anakin, uh, and maybe even, like, a young Qui-Gon, or not young Qui-Gon, young Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon as his master books, um, through Audible, and I, uh, I liked those overall, they're, you know, little mystery stories, they're kind of cute, kind of quaint, um, and they just explore, mostly it's Anakin, I think I, there was, like, three or four that I had, and most of them were Anakin, so, you know, two out of three or three out of four. And it's just an interesting insight into the characters as they're young and as they're kids. And I'm hoping that Ireland's books are around that quality. And I would suspect they would because why else would they have hired her, right? Um, I hope. But, you know, if they're terrible books, I will be honest with it and say, yeah, this one sucked. And I hope that she does better because she's attached to like two or three other projects in the High Republic era. And it's going to be three years of High Republic stories and I find it interesting that characters are going to be crossing genres or, or media that they're in. I think that's a really, really cool way to do it. And uh, like I said, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, and I'll judge everything as it comes. Like, uh, like you should. Just a sec. What was the sin of Jake Skywalker? Was it that he judged his nephew before he had actually done anything wrong? He saw the darkness looming, and he ignited that lightsaber. Was that the sin of Jake Skywalker, or was the sin of Jake Skywalker going to exile? Or was the skin of Jake Skywalker going into exile because he didn't stand up and face the facts and face his mistakes and take ownership of it and deal with it after he was wrong? I'm confused. Please let me know. Are you being Jake Skywalker if you're prejudging the High Republic as the High Woke Public or whatever and not giving it a chance for the books to speak for themselves? I just want to know because that's what that sounds like to me. That sounds like a Jake Skywalker mentality. And I thought we all wanted to be Luke Skywalker like the le- or like the legendary Luke Skywalker. I thought that was the guy we loved and respected and, you know, admired and who uh, a lot of people say... Uh, was tarnished by the sequel trilogy and was done dirty. But, like, by failing to live up to Luke Skywalker or act even a little bit like you're trying to aspire to be like Luke Skywalker, are you honoring him? Are you spitting in the face of the beloved character? And is it okay because you're a fan and not a creative? What would you do if you were in control? Would you do the same thing? Would you be Jake Skywalker? And is that who you are right now? I want to know. I went up so half-cocked I forgot to uh, do my intro stuff. So I'm MJ, I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com. This has been Fully Operational, my Star Wars analysis uh, platform. 
Uh, it wasn't really an analysis. It was more of an observation about, uh, you know, some people. Anyway, you can visit mtmooners.com slash fo for uh, notes and links, and don't forget to subscribe. I've got some memes uh, that I made out of this, and uh, let me know what you think of them, because I think they're cool. I'm going to post them on, uh, I don't know, Star Wars leaks or something like that. Anyway, take care, folks. Uh, don't be dark side. Bye.